Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And Angel caught for the touchdown. It's Isaiah Hodgins. Sedaris Smith stops. He's looking at the sideline and. Instead of rushing, Daniel Jones throws a strike for the second touchdown to go up 14-7. Who is this person? Daniel Dimes. He was delivering yesterday, and he was running. He was the team's leading passer, obviously. He's the quarterback. 301 yards, two touchdowns. He's also the team's leading rusher, a team that has Saquon Barkley as their running back. 17 carries, 78 yards. Danny Dimes easily. Our player of the night. That's a first. Yeah. We've never given that to him, and he deserved it. I mean, he looked really good. He made himself all the money in that game. I was watching this game, and I'm like, do I love Daniel Jones now? Everybody loves Daniel Jones now. (laughs) And and coaching matters. Just the whole time, I'm thinking where the Giants were a year ago versus where they are now and just how in sync they are, how the offensive line held up how they were able to use just enough Saquon, how Daniel just made smart decision one after another, and he can beat you in multiple ways. Yeah, I'm like, oh, give this guy a receiver? I mean, having that whole conversation. his name is Isaiah Hodgins. They do have wide receiver one. He's legit. He's a wide receiver. He's a a guy you want on your team, but you got to go get an alpha. He's kind of the guy right now. I mean, he can run routes. He's a big body. He's really in the role that they wanted Kenny Galladay to fill. Well, and, get a star tight end. You know, you need like a Brock Bowers on your team. Hey, Bellinger scored. I'll take Brock Bowers. Give me Brock Bowers. I have the two tight end sets. Uh, yeah, they could probably use another big time wide out. But man, Darius Slayton had a great game until he dropped that ball that yeah could have really almost cost, cost him the game. Could have potentially cost him. But Kirk, with no timeouts, having to drive the field, even with that roughing the passer call, which was horrible, uh, could not do so. And the defense did a really good job against Justin Jefferson. He was completely bottled up. Finished the second half with just four receiving yards. The third fewest second half receiving yards in his career in a game where he ran at least one route. Very interesting. Like, all most of the game, I'm like, well, we're not really stopping them anyway. TJ Hawkinson's going crazy, which I had previewed last week. Uh, Pat myself on the shoulder for that. That's a key player success. Key player success. And Hodgins on the other side. Kind of called it to a T. But uh, Wink was playing that soft zone, and I'm like, well, we're we're still giving up all these yards and points. Maybe we should just get back to man and and try and and bring some heat. Uh, They didn't want to get beat by Jefferson, and in the end, it did work out. Most of the game, I'm like, well, if we're not getting stops, why are we in this zone? But look back at it, and uh, I think the whole football world was surprised that Justin Jefferson only had so many yards. Yeah, very quiet. I'm always interested to see which star players don't show up come playoff time. So all of you that were barking at us for not having Justin Jefferson in our top five wide receivers, obviously he is one of those. But part of the reason that we didn't have him is because there are so many guys that perform not only in the regular season but also deliver in the postseason and this isn't just the time of year where quarterbacks make money. This is a time of year where we start judging everybody, including the wide receivers. So if you don't show up, right. then you're just a stat guy. You're a fantasy guy. 
Justin Jefferson has not had a single big playoff game yet. Well, you he hasn't to. had a lot of opportunities, but right. yeah, I mean, you have you to get... give Adoree Jackson some credit. His first game back after missing so many due to the injury on the punt return, but but even still, it almost you know compared to baseball, your three four hitters aren't really going to get a lot of pitches to hit. You're going to get pitched around. It's on the other guys. So in football terms, that means the Giants are doing everything they can to make sure he's not the guy to beat him. It forces the Vikings to play left-handed a little bit, and T.J. Hawkinson ended up being their guy. Can't really put it on Jefferson. It's not like he didn't show up. They just did their best to take him out of the game. Okay, but my counter to that would be what Cooper Cup was in the postseason last year. You know, well, those, yeah, that's true. Some of those those guys, those upper upper echelon wide receivers, um, are yeah, they're tough to stop. You can game plan. Defenses were game planning all over Cooper Cup. He was getting wide open. Um, and um, I don't and that was how. a lot of that was play calling, and it's not like they had an elite secondary option. So, yeah, he was he was a beast. I thought the Vikings could have done a better job finding more creative ways to get Jefferson involved, whether that was you know sweeps or running the ball. They they needed to find more ways to get him involved. I mean, second drive of the game for the Vikings, it was third and one, and they go to Jefferson to pass it to Kirk Cousins. It was like, what? What are you doing? Yeah, I thought, so stupid. I felt like the Giants could win the game once they did something like that. It was a total waste of play and waste of drive. Throw it to Kirk Cousins all day. He's not going to beat us with his legs, <laughs> even if we didn't have anyone over there. Uh, last season, the Giants and the Jags combined for seven total wins. The Jags had the worst record in the NFL at three and fourteen. The Giants were four and thirteen. Both at the bottom of their divisions. Both fired their coaches. Both had very little hope heading into this year, and yet here we are. Now both of these teams are headed to the divisional rounds, and both, as we've mentioned already on this show, are going to be uh, are already our heavy underdogs going up against the top seeds in their respective conferences, but still such an impressive turnaround. And I couldn't find this stat anywhere, but this has to be the first time that you've got two teams that were picking top five with their own selections mm. In last year's draft, that have made it to the divisional round. Well, the Bengals, right? They picked uh, Jamar Chase pretty high. I but forget two, it. two teams doing two it. Teams. I'm th- I think that's the unique thing: is not that one team did it; it's that you've got two teams doing it. I mean, this you can really turn around fast. I think if the Lions played what this weekend, well, I don't think they would have beaten the Niners, but still, they were another team that picked pretty high that could turn things around. If you have the coaching, it it can turn around very quick. Like the Giants and Jags had enough on their roster to give it to good coaches to get the most out of it. Um, I don't know which team has more talent, probably even the Jags. Giants have a bunch of no-names, but you get the right guys with the right schemes, all of a sudden these players are like activated and they become live and they only have to do their job. Yeah, well, you've got some of these teams that have been bad for several years in a row and they end up with all these top picks, and maybe, maybe it takes a couple of years for these guys to pan out. I mean, Daniel Jones was sixth overall. Andrew Thomas was an early, well, he was like a top four pick. Yeah. You know, but those guys didn't hit right away, and they had bad coaching. And you could look the way of Jacksonville, and they had a guy, Josh Allen, who's a talented player, but has he really, truly been activated? Right. Uh, Travis Etienne was a first-round pick. He did get hurt, so maybe we won't blame that one on Urban Meyer. Trevor Lawrence was a number one overall pick. Got nothing out of him in year one. And yeah, so it takes that you got to have the talent. You have to have the pieces there where you go. There are some gems, and then the and then the exact right coach, like you said, to just activate that. Doug Peterson 
clearly has wow. done that. Brian Dable has clearly done that. If you had to pick, and I know you know you've got your blue shades on tonight, of course. today. Jags are my AFC team. Uh, is, which do you think is more impressive? I mean, they're only one game apart in terms of like what they are able to do um, coming off of, of the seasons they had last year. In terms of the Jags just having three wins, the Giants having four. The Giants did win. Uh, they win one more game. Oh yeah, I mean no, they, it was the same. Really, it's only because they're both nine-win teams this year, and they were only one game apart last year. So it really is quite identical, isn't it? Amazing. It's like they're they're my my brother, they're my soul brother, or something. I don't even. They <laughs> bo- both going through the same things, and I had somebody text me or, or hit me up on Twitter like, "Oh, I was told Trevor Lawrence is better than Daniel Jones," and I was like, "Ah, Trevor is good. He's just getting a taste of the playoffs, and for him to like." learn about the playoffs all in one game and live to tell about it was just an amazing thing, and I think that helps them going into next week with nothing to lose. What is more impressive? Um, I mean, because of the Jags franchise being what it was, you have to like put that in perspective, too. But like the Giants have also been a clown show for the last however many years. Yeah, all it does is show me like what a joke Urban Meyer and Joe Judge were for their respective franchises and just how Doug Peterson and Brian Dayball probably deserve statues. You're just going from like the worst of the worst to the best of the best. I would actually vote for your Giants. I think slightly more impressive than the Jaguars because of how bad Urban Meyer clearly was. There's a reason Meyer took that job. I mean, I mean it's a pretty too. it's a pretty random job for somebody who has the stature of Urban Meyer to take back when he was highly sought after. We looked at Urban like a guy that could name his his next job. And uh, and Jacksonville was the place that he chose. He that team was supposed to be pretty good a year ago, but he was so bad that he drove them straight into the ground. So for them to be good this year, kind of should have seen it coming because this is the this is the Jags team that was supposed to pop off yeah. a year ago. But Urban Urban Meyer was so bad that I think we started looking at the roster and going, yeah, I know he was bad, but you got to be really bad to win three games uh, for the Giants. I don't think anybody expected this, and they're in a much tougher division. I was going to say, so they've that. got the, the the games that they have to play twice. The teams they have to play twice a year far more difficult than Jacksonville. Both are impressive, but if I had to pick one, and asking the question, I would say I would give a slight edge to uh, the Giants. Yeah, maybe because of the division, and it's been like a long time coming for Daniel Jones and Saquon. That's what makes this so special. Is they finally got in the postseason after all the adversity, and it never looked like it was going to happen. Almost like a microcosm for life, you know, kind of look at what the Giants have been through, and now they're finally getting you your go. moment, just staying at it, keep chopping that wood. But, yeah, it's it's hard to see, especially at the time when things are going bad, uh, to turn it around all in, like, one year. Both franchises feel way ahead of schedule, but yet at the same time, if you look at some of the pieces on their rosters, it's like, hey, they both got two pretty good pass rushers. They both have two pretty talented and mobile quarterbacks. And they both have weapons to throw to. And just the hilarious part is that Evan Ingram is thriving. <laughs> he was like part of the Toxic Giants culture, yeah. yet he's been a very big X factor for that. Like he's, they're using him the way he should have always been used, and, and, he, and I'm happy just to see it. And he's staying healthy, which is a part of it too. Right. I think if I had told you or anybody at the start of the year, all right, uh, Trevor Lawrence is going to have a really big turnaround, you'd be like, okay, that makes sense. If I said that Daniel Jones was going to have a pretty stark turnaround, too, you would have had a harder time believing me. Yeah. And I think that's a big part of the equation. 
I was all in on Jones when they picked him, much to everybody else's chagrin. I thought his tape at Duke was impressive. I've, I kept, you know, coining him modern Eli with legs, Eli 2.0, any same sort of boring-ish demeanor, but humble. I like that. But in, in his very first start against the Bucks, he tore it up, and I thought that's what he was going to be, and then it was like nothing but reasons to kind of backtrack my opinion. I've been so back and forth on Dan, and if it teaches me anything, it's really to be patient and realize the coaching needs to be consistent. And there's just so many things that need to kind of happen around a quarterback for them to flourish, unless you're like Mahomes or Allen. Those are kind of the right. different sort of guys. But now I'm seeing tweets yesterday like, I'll take Jones over X quarterback, Dak Prescott being one of them. And it's like, wow, how how the narrative has completely flipped. Yeah, maybe tomorrow we'll do a game show. Daniel Jones or blank. Just, Let's see how he does against Philadelphia. If he beats the Eagles, then it's going to be unbelievable. Oh, he'll be the mayor of New York after yeah. that. Up next, did Lamar Jackson make a business decision? We'll chat about that one next. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.